Welcome to the Divine Career Design Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Palmer. Week to week, you'll hear me interview experts in their fields of study, the highlights and challenges within their career, what an actual day-to-day looks like in their practice, and how to become an expert like them. There's so much to share, and I'm excited to get started. Hello, welcome back. And I want to start off today's episode by acknowledging you and saying thank you for showing up every week to listen in. And I appreciate all the feedback that I get, the ideas that are shared when you share out the podcast with someone who you know it'll impact too. Because I believe that when we share messages of positivity, we get to be a part of that ripple effect of what happens when we drop a pebble into a pond. And the messages that I share, they are inspired by the struggles and the challenges, the challenges that I face as a mom and an educator, (laughs) the challenges and struggles that clients work through with me, and then also parents. And I know that for everyone, our current situation and circumstance is a little bit different. And so today I'm going to start our episode off with a question. And my question is to ask you what your biggest question or your biggest what if is right now. So what is your biggest what if question? And for many of us, it's a little bit different but we know that our kids are getting ready to go back to school. And with this coming up ahead, and for maybe for you, you're actually in that experience right now and you've worked through that. And I would love to know what successes you've had, what hurdles you've gone through that can help our other listeners to to know what to expect or when to anticipate. That's the purpose of sharing the idea is that we're here to really support one another and navigate what we're going through, especially since this is nothing like we've ever done before. But I think that so many of us have been in the place where we wanted schools to reopen. And now that schools are reopening and they're moving forward with going back into the classroom and having one-on-one instruction or, or, you know, classroom instruction, that it's causing a lot of what if questions to happen. Questions like, what if my child is academically behind? There's concern that technically our children have been out of school for six months. This is nothing we've ever experienced before, at least not globally. There are concerns about What if our child feels socially isolated now that it's going to look so differently than it did when we left school back in March? Or what if I'm not able to juggle my job and my school getting, my student getting to school and from school, depending on what the hybrid model looks like that your, that your school is utilizing And so I know there's so many what if questions. And the first thing that I want to remind you of is, is that we got through the last six months and I bet there are times that it didn't look pretty and it didn't feel good. 
I know for me, I experienced both of those things, but we got through it. And that really is what building grit is all about and tenacity in working through really challenging and difficult situations. And that's definitely one of the characteristics that I work towards building in my own daughter is what is your resiliency and what is your grit when you're faced with an experience that's challenging? And so perhaps maybe you're sitting there and you're asking these big what if questions and those questions are most definitely some of the questions that I have asked myself and that I've heard other parents ask. And for many of us, we don't necessarily have the answer, but there are ways that we can seek to have understanding. And that's sort of the message today is to have understanding, but not always an answer. And this really requires sometimes a lot of trust and faith that it always works out. And it may not always feel like that in the moment, but take yourself back to six months ago when we didn't know how long this journey was going to be. And yet somehow you have survived and made it. And when you keep focusing on you being able to thrive and take on whatever it is that is thrown your way, it feels like a well of strength and courage and determination that is built up inside of you when you're focusing on that. And when you have that perspective and that outlook, that overflows to your children. And I know we know that saying the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And this really is true of a lot of things. And most particularly our attitude, our perspective, our outlook on the circumstance of what we're, what we're up against. And so when you have these big what if questions, it really can oftentimes be the perspective that you choose to take. And it is a choice on how to navigate and go about this. So I know for some parents, this question about, well, what if my kid is academically behind? And this very well may be the case that our kids have been out of school for six months. But what I would say is that all kids have been out of full-time face-to-face instruction for six months. And, and so if that's of any help to know that everyone is working with that same boundary, that we know as parents and educators that there might have been a gap that was created. And this isn't something that is new to kids or people in education as far as gaps that we have to work and we have to fill. And the best way to address a gap is to first recognize what that is for your child if there is any academic gaps that they might have and then being able to fill them in. And I know for parents, we want the best for our children. We want the best education. We want the best experience. And so filling in those gaps is definitely an important part. 
Another big what if is what if my child feels isolated, still socially isolated because they're going to go back into the classroom and they're going to be experiencing shields and, and dividers and, and, and masks and temperature taking every day. And, you know, all these protocols that most of us have had here and there, but kids are going to be experiencing them every day before they walk into school. When school should be a place where kids feel the most free and the most safe and the most comfortable, it may now transition into a new experience for them. And I know that it's still important for that for for educators and parents to make children feel as safe and secure and comfortable as possible. And one of the ways that we can do this is to make sure that we are supporting our child best as possible through through conversation. And I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that in this conversation here with you about how we can do that and one specific strategy to support our kids. Another big what if is how am I going to schedule or how am I going to juggle the schedule of my kid going to school some days and coming home early or going to school later than normal and I'm still working or maybe I'm not working and maybe I you have multiple children who are in the home. And so I know that this is another real big uncertainty for parents and 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 big question of how am I going to actually maintain my job and and what my responsibilities are while also ensuring that my child is set up for success in going to school with the variety of different schedules that are coming up. And I want you to know that if this is, if any of these questions are questions that you are experiencing, they're questions that many other parents and moms and dads are experiencing as well. So just know that that you're not alone and that although this is a new experience for all of us, it is helpful to know that we all get to navigate the newness together. One of the mistakes though that I see parents sometimes make is that they're ready and or excited for their child to get back to school. And I know for me, I'm ready and excited for my child to get back to school. But in being ready and being excited, some of the times we can send our child back to a place where it was somewhere they have been familiar with, but now it's going to be very different and we are not preparing them for that change. You see, when kids left school in March, they were eating lunch with their friends sitting right next to them. They were playing handball. They were coloring. They were gaming. They were using technology devices in their technology lab. They were gardening. They were in the science lab creating engineering projects. They were in music class playing instruments. They were in PE playing handball. And I don't know the 
protocol for every different school or place. But from what I know right now, none of those things will actually be taking place, at least not how they looked originally when we were in school at the beginning of last year. So there will be shifts and it will look very different. And I don't need to get into those details, but kids are expecting to go back to school and have it be just like it was in March. That's what they want. That's what they anticipate. It's their heart's desire. And I so understand that because for kids, ideally, school is their place of fun and laughter and creativity and learning and exploration and growth and friendships and building and trying new things. And although they'll get to do some of those things, it's just going to look very differently. And one of the conversations that I've had is making sure that kids know what to expect when they're getting ready to go back to school. And for some kids, it's not a highlighted experience. They're happy to go back to school, but they are feeling very, very frustrated with the fact that it's going to look very differently. And this is one of the pieces of the conversation that we need to have as parents with our kids is here's what the expectations are going to be. Here's what the routines will look like. Here's the procedures that we're going to be going through. Here are the guidelines and the rules and perhaps the action plan for your child to help bridge that gap between what school was like in the experience in March and what school is going to be like now in the fall of 2020. And by having that conversation with them, it is going to shorten that gap or close that gap for what we know they're going to experience and help to prepare them for that change and that difference. And this most certainly will help to alleviate a lot of the feelings that are coming up for our students. And the most often used terms for the feelings that I hear are fear and anxiety, uncertainty, anxiousness, and worry. And those are not feelings or ways of being that we really want to have our kids stay in for long right? We have things in our life that cause us to feel that way. And I understand that. Obviously, we can't avoid all circumstances that are not ideal. But when we know that our kids are going to be experiencing or they are currently experiencing any of these feelings, we need to provide them with an opportunity to have an outlet for them. And so one of them is to ensure that we are starting those conversations to prepare them mentally and emotionally for the change and the shift of what is what is going to happen here in the near future. And the third part of what I like to include with clients, and this is if 
you're comfortable with it. And this is if your child is comfortable with it, but moving through a visualization practice of recognizing their safety and their security in the current experience that they're going to have. So what does that look like? Well, visualization is a practice that's widely used around the world. And the experience of visualizing is amazing for what it can produce with regard to results in life. And I'll just give you a quick story for those of you who like sports. So visualization is a practice of repeatedly imagining what you want to achieve or experience in order to create and attract that into your life. And one of the most well-known swimmers, uh, he is an Olympian, Michael Phelps, uses this method when he is out of practice and takes time to actually go through visualization. So Michael Phelps use it. Also business icons like Sarah Blakely and Oprah Winfrey. And what it does is it gives your mind a practice run for what you want to experience. Here's the thing. Our bodies don't know the difference between what we visualize in our mind and what we actually experience in real life. And so if you can use the tool of visualization to put yourself into a quote unquote practice run for what you're going to experience, your body is actually more prepared to do that exact thing when it's called to do it. So let's just go through a synopsis. And obviously I'm not Michael Phelps, but what he would do would he would close his eyes and he would visualize himself swimming in the water, taking those practice strokes with his arms, bringing his head up for breath. He would visualize and feel the water moving past his body as he glided through the water. He would visualize his feet moving at the pace and the swiftness that it needed to, to have him moved faster through that water. He would experience what the water would look like when he was focused and his attention was where it needed to be. He would count the number of strokes that it would take to get from wall to wall. He would hear the sounds that he knew he would experience when he was in that very moment racing for his gold medals. So this is just a short example. The more detailed you can actually get with your visualization, the more impactful it will be. What do you hear? What do you see? What do you smell? What do you taste? All of your sensory emotions. And then the feeling, that's the key part, the feeling or the experience that you want to generate when you are in that place. So here's how something like this would help and work for a child who's getting ready to go back to school and they're feeling fear, anxiety, anxiousness, and worry. Is that you would have the child close their eyes 
and you would guide them through an opportunity for them to see themselves walking onto their school campus to bring about the emotions of excitement and fun and anticipation and giddiness, whatever emotions they want to talk about. Kids might not use those words, but I think you get the point that they're happy, they're excited, they feel safe. And that's the part here where you can allow the child to maybe choose something visually or some piece of material or an emblem, uh, something that they can ground themselves with, meaning connect themselves with, that's going to provide them with security. And reminding your child that as they're walking through school, that they're safe, they're protected, that they are well taken care of, that they're healthy, and that they're at school to thrive. So engaging your child in an exercise like this every morning, and it really can take about just one minute. So I'm going to go through a one-minute practice of how I would work with a child through a visualization practice that would help for them to alleviate any fear, worry, doubt, or anxiety that they might be having. So I'd invite them to close their eyes, and then I would remind them, notice as you step onto school campus that you're going to walk through the gates and imagine and bring about that feeling of the first day, the first day of excitement. And I want you to notice those butterflies in your tummy, bringing those butterflies up that you're excited and you're ready to walk into the classroom, I would remind them that you are safe and you are secure. You're well taken care of, and everyone is here to make sure that you have the best experience that you can possibly have. Notice the trees and the sounds of the birds that are chirping as you walk from the beginning of campus to your classroom. Notice the bright colors on the walls, the beautiful scenery. Notice the teachers that are standing there waving a friendly hello to you. And then you approach your classroom. And as you walk into your classroom and under that threshold of the doorway, a new wave of eagerness and preparedness comes over you, that you are healthy, you're vivacious, you have vitality and you're strong and you're ready to take on your day and learn. And I invite you to bring anything with you that you feel like is going to help remind you of that experience. Anything that you might want to wear on your sleeve, anything you might want to put in your pocket. What will remind you that you are safe, secure, protected, and that you are going to thrive this year in school? So that's a short example of a visualization that I would take a child through in order to make sure that they feel that they are ready to take on their day. And kids respond to these. You know, kids have wild imaginations 
And they're really good at this if you let them. And so I go through a few experiences where I can coach them through it, but eventually they see this tool as a way to actually experience, become, do, have anything that they want to, which really then leaves all opportunities available and endless, which is the most exciting and fun part. So those are the ideas that I love to share with you, and I appreciate you listening and sticking through the episode. If you feel as though you know that there are others who would benefit from hearing this message, I encourage you to share it. Just share it with one friend. It all That's all it takes to be that ripple effect for the pebble in the pond that continues to make an impact in their community and with their friends. And then just start a conversation. I know that this helped me. Here's how I'm feeling. Maybe it will help you. And I just appreciate your support. If you'd like to hear more, make sure that you subscribed, hit that subscribe button and give me a five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your feedback as well in that review. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Divine Career Design Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show and share it with your friends. Connect with me further on Instagram at amplify.u or visit the website at www.amplifyu.org to join our email list and receive our free guide to a divinely led career.